Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another mini-sode of the Backwoods Radio Show. Now, the reason I'm hopping on the horn today is because something very exciting has happened this past week. We just held our 42nd annual Miss Dogsnout County pageant and crowned this year's Miss Dogsnout County. Dogsnout County's finest ladies turned out for the event, including last year's Miss Dogsnout County. But to everyone's surprise, this year's crown went to the underdog, a woman no one thought could possibly win. And that woman was none other than the one and only Princess. Y'all have probably seen Princess roaming around town, galloping on all fours like a silverback gorilla, dragging her two stumpy legs behind her, wearing a child's Halloween fairy princess costume that's bursting at the seams, complete with a tiara, a pink tutu, and even some dainty little fairy wings. Though, I'd wager if those wings were actually real, they'd have a hell of a time carrying her girth. Weighing in at roughly 700 pounds of pure muscle, it's a mystery how Princess even managed to cram her hulking body into a toddler's fairy costume. Though, legend has it that she first put that costume on as a youngling and grew to be so massive that she was unable to take it off. And if seeing a gargantuan ape-like woman dressed as a fairy weren't a strange enough sight on its own, Princess runs around town wearing a mask stitched together out of the body parts of more than 30 women, which she began wearing to enhance her appearance. You see, Princess was the victim of a tragic accident as a child, in which she melted her face off with a flamethrower. The traumatic event left Princess unable to speak verbally, and so she took to using sign language to communicate. That, along with her overall appearance, makes her look like the love child of Leatherface and Coco the Gorilla. Hence why it was such a surprise when she was crowned this year's Miss Dogsnout County, as the pageant has always leaned towards crowning women who are, shall we say, more conventional looking. By that I mean women who have faces rather than women who wear other women's faces. And for the record, I'm not saying she isn't worthy of the title. Quite the contrary. In my humble opinion, if anyone deserves that treasured tiara, it's Princess. But her road to success was not an easy one. child of Sheriff Bo, Princess first made headlines at just six years old when she fell victim to that tragic accident that left her horribly disfigured. You see, while most men of the law tend to carry a pistol in their waistband, Sheriff Bo has always been keen on the flamethrower, frequently turning your average run-of-the-mill traffic stop into a blazing barbecue. One night, when Sheriff Bo was asleep, Princess got a hold of her daddy's trusty flamethrower and completely decimated her tiny little body with it, her adorable little face taking the brunt of the damage. Things looked grim for a while, but Princess pulled through. The 
The incident left Princess terribly maimed. The skin on her legs had been so horribly ravaged that her flesh had been melted down to the bone. Barber Dr. Waylon Walker had no choice but to amputate him. And under Barber Dr. Waylon Walker's orders, Princess was to wear one of those transparent plastic burn masks over her mangled face at all times, making her mug look like a ribeye steak mashed between a pair of microscope lenses. Needless to say, it didn't go over well with the kids at school. Princess was tormented for her horrifying appearance and dragged those little stumpy legs of hers to and from school every day with her burn mask full of condensation from the ever-flowing sea of tears in her eyes. She told her father how the kids at school had treated her, telling her that she was the ugliest girl in Dog Snout County. But her daddy, Sheriff Poe, reassured her that she was still beautiful to him and that she would always be daddy's little princess. To make her feel more confident in her skin, uh, if you can call it skin, truth be told it looked more like a slab of sizzling bacon, but regardless, to make her feel more confident, Sheriff Bo bought her a fairy princess costume, the very same one she wears to this day some twenty odd years later. As time passed and Princess continued to drag her body to and from school day in and day out, leaving a trail of blood behind her as her little stump scraped across the pavement, her upper body got quite a workout. One day during recess, an older boy was bullying her, started calling her Meat Face, and even got the other kids to join in on chanting the cruel nickname. The onslaught was too much for her to handle. Everyone has their breaking point, you see and Princess had just hit hers. She wrapped one of her giant mitts around the boy's skull and brought him to his breaking point as well. Though, more literally in his case, she crushed his skull in her elephantine hand, brain matter encasing her fist, his eyeballs oozing between the space in between her sausage-like fingers, before she hurled him into the air where he was impaled on the schoolyard flagpole. Thing is, this boy in particular wasn't all that big, so liquefying his skull came easy. Same can't be said for the other boys, who ganged up on Princess to avenge their fallen friend, pummeling her to the point of concussion. While Princess had become quite strong compared to the average kid, it was apparent to her that she was still vulnerable to group attacks. So to avoid being bullied ever again, Princess began working out extensively, and though she has never officially competed in any sort of powerlifting competition, it is worth noting that she had been seen frequenting the Carlson Salvage Yard and bench-pressing full-size school buses above her head at just seven years old, a feat of which, I would imagine, even the world's strongest men would find impressive. Suffice it to say, the kids never bullied her ever again at least not physically, but they certainly kept on whispering behind her back. They probably thought Princess was deaf on account of the sign language, but while Princess was unable to speak, she was fully capable of hearing and heard those whispers she did, loud 
and crystal clear. Shortly thereafter, the school that Princess attended mysteriously burned to the ground, and during school hours, no less. The flames spared no mercy, claiming the lives of teachers and children alike. Coincidentally, or not so coincidentally, the fire just so happened to occur on a day when Princess had been truant, and it is worth noting that Sheriff Bo just so happened to be spotted with a new flamethrower the very next day. Now, I'm not saying Princess burned the school to the ground and that Sheriff Bo discarded the flamethrower to hide the evidence to protect his daughter, but if anyone could cover up such an event, it would probably be the town sheriff. They were never officially linked to the crime. After the arson accusations, Princess became even more of a pariah than she had already been previously, and in an attempt to make her feel better, Sheriff Bo bought her a little tiara to go along with her fairy princess costume, but Princess refused it, vowing never to wear a crown unless she had truly earned it. And earn it she would. <laughs> Princess decided right then and there that she would one day become Miss Dogsnout County. But in order to do that, she would have to transform herself into the most beautiful woman in town. To accomplish such a feat, she would need a new face. And while it would be easy to simply murder a beautiful woman and peel her face off her skull, Princess knew full well that not just any old face would do. The face would have to be perfect. Princess began hunting down women with perfect facial features. When she spotted an Italian tourist wandering about town, she lured her into an alley with a bowl of fettuccine and bashed her head in with a cinder block before carefully removing her eyebrows from her face. Later, she walked into a Joanne Fabrics and asked the lady at the desk for a yard of checkerprint nylon. And while the employee's back was turned, Princess snatched up the fabric shears and snipped off the woman's ears. For the next 20 years or so, Princess meticulously selected her victims based on their facial features, seeking out the perfect nose, the perfect forehead, the perfect birthmark, sewing the pieces together to create the most beautiful face the world had ever seen. After nearly two decades of painstakingly curating the facial features of the most beautiful women around, Princess's mask was nearly complete. All she needed was the perfect pair of lips. We all know full well who that is. Kylie Jenner. Princess dragged herself to LA and killed Kylie Jenner and cut her lips off and stitched them onto her mask. Simple as that. That's how come Kylie never shows up on Keeping Up With The Kardashians anymore. 
And when she does, notice how much smaller her lips are these days? Of course, the cover story is that she decided to deflate her lips now that she's a mother, but that's all hogwash. Don't be fooled. That ain't Kylie. That's just a lookalike Chris Frankenstein together out of the bits and pieces left over from all of Kim and Chloe's surgeries. With her new face complete, Princess auditioned for Miss Dog Snout County and won by a landslide. Partly because the face she had stitched together was more beautiful than the mugs of the other contestants, but also because we tend to do pageants a little bit different here in Dog Snout County. First, we have the standard rounds like the introduction and the talent show, but where we differ is we like to end on a high note by pitting the contestants together in a death match, complete with spiked baseball bats and motorcycles with chainsaws mounted on them and, you know, other standard stuff like that. And, as I'm sure you can already guess, Princess came out victorious, finally earning the coveted crown that she had devoted her life to winning. Princess could have simply accepted that first tiara her father had gifted her, but rather than taking the easy way out, Princess dedicated her life to hacking off women's faces to construct the most magnificent face the world had ever laid eyes on. And thus, through years of torment and determination, Princess earned not just her crown, but her namesake. Well, friends, that should just about do it for today's mini-sode. I've been Squatch Ronson, and you've been one heck of an audience. But before I go, here's some parting words for you. No matter how ugly you think you might be, just remember that there's someone out there for everyone. Your soulmate is out there somewhere sitting in wait for you right now, and they think you're the most beautiful angel to ever grace God's green earth. But if you're exceptionally ugly and literally nobody thinks you're beautiful and everybody you pass runs in the opposite direction screaming in fear, just remember, you can always find yourself a beautiful person, lure them into an alley, crush their skull with a cinder block, peel their face off that skull, and wear that beautiful face as a mask.